We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome back to another episode of the pack a day podcast you can get all of your pack a day updates by following us on twitter at pack a day podcast and remember to subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts, google play tune in stitcher or spotify and of course you can always check us out at cheeseheadtv.com I'm Maggie Loney, and I'm here with new California resident, Andrew Mertig. It's a Friday show. How's it going, Andrew? Can you surf yet? Have you tried in and out Does Lambo like the heat? These are all really important questions. I have been here for a little over 24 hours at this point, so I haven't tried my hand at surfing. I, As I admitted on Twitter today, I don't know how to swim, so that, that may be an obstacle in me learning how to That's surf, but uh, no no in and out yet. I, I will very soon. <laughs> it's on my to-do list, uh, but today I finally got my stuff and started unpacking, so um, it's it, like the schedule release, release, and don't get me wrong, like this is a good topic to have as it comes into post-draft topics. It's not always something I get very excited about, but in the last five days, I've driven something like 2,100 miles in 33 hours. I had to pick up all of my belongings, started unpacking. As you can see behind me, it's a little bit of a disaster. (laughs) Um, So, like, I would literally talk about anything to not think about moving, and uh, instead, we actually get something really relevant, and, like, I do think it's kind of silly we get excited about learning the order the Packers play the teams in. Like, we already knew these teams and where. We just found out the order, but that's the power of the NFL. Like, (laughs) people care about this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it matters. We need to know, you know, when I saw, and I don't know, maybe you're the same way, maybe you're not, but like, when I see Packers Bills, I'm like, okay, is it going to be a snowy game or Packers at Bucks? They're going to put them in the sun, you know, like Saints Week One last year. But we do have the full schedule now. It did officially release, and the Packers open up on the road Week One against the Vikings, which is. I'm not a fan of division games to start the season. We can dive into that in a little bit. Um, but then, of course, there's back-to-back division games, and the Packers are home week two against the Bears on Sunday Night Football. Week three away at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Week four at home, the New England Patriots. 
week five in London, uh, New York Giants at 8.30 in the morning central time. Uh, week six at home, the Packers' first noon game against the New York Jets. Week seven, they're away playing the Washington Commanders. Week eight, they're also away against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football. Week nine, they're also away playing the Detroit Lions. And then week 10, they're home against the Cowboys. Week 11, they've got Thursday Night Football at home against the Tennessee Titans. Week 12, they've got the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football um, away in Philly. Week 13, away against the Bears. Week 14 is a bye, so super late bye. Week 15, they're home against the Rams, Monday night football. Week 16, Christmas Day, the Packers will play the Dolphins in Miami. Then week 17, at home against the Vikings. And week 18, at home against the Lions. So quick thoughts, I guess, when I read through this. Five primetime games. Super late bye for the Packers this year, week 14, which we know Matt LaFleur said he enjoys later buys. But week 14 is pretty late. It's I think it's one of the latest buys you can have. They've got a really tough three-game road stretch in kind of the middle of the season against Washington, Buffalo, and Detroit. It'll be nice to be home, kind of the sandwich between London. And starting and ending the season with two division games, pretty bizarre. Um, And then I guess my last quick note, seven playoff teams from last season on this schedule. So did you have anything that really stuck out to you as far as either the breakdown of this or something that maybe you really liked or didn't like about the way this shook out? Yeah, as I was prepping for the show, I saw LaFleur on the NFL Network being interviewed, and he said something that I I found really strange and interesting. He said that they chose not to have the bye week after London because they knew they were going to have two home games. So it's interesting to see how much inside information they have, right? (laughs) Like that, that, you know, they knew that if they were going to play home, that they were going to have... Or, or that if they weren't going to choose to have their bye in week six, that they were going to have a home game. Um, so, you know, having really like two AFC opponents both at home, I think that helps to alleviate all of the travel concern because um, that will be problematic. Obviously, you know, the players aren't going to get back till Monday. Um, and then they're going to have to sort of readjust their their bodies to to play in that situation. So that was the thing that stuck out most to me. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. The the week 14 bye uh, comes at a really good time with the Rams coming to town the next week. And then three very winnable games down the stretch, you know, at Dolphins, home against the Vikings, home against the Lions. You'd have to think the Packers are going to be pretty favored in all three of those games. Yeah, I think, you know, if you can kind of get through that like muddy middle of pretty tough games, that is a really nice way to wrap up the season and kind of build your momentum, hopefully going into a deep playoff push. But I thought today, because, you know, we have the schedule release and we already broke down the schedule (laughs) very quickly um, and its structure, we could just go through, I don't know if you want to call them superlatives, but just take a look at some of these games in a little bit more detail, maybe starting with the game on the schedule that you are most excited for. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with the Rams and Lambeau in December. So, you know, two of the three preseason contenders in the NFC are going to go head-to-head. It's in December. The Rams have to play in Green Bay. You know, really just hoping for freezing temperatures against what will be the Packers' number one ranked defense at the time. Yeah, I'm. you know, if they're a number one ranked special teams unit, then I will really be excited. <laughs> but I guess I'll also take the defense. 
Um, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills for this. I wish that maybe the Bills and the Dolphins were swapped and that we could have had the Bills on Christmas because I think Bills fans and Packers fans in the snow would just be absolutely incredible. But still, you know, October should be some pretty good weather. And, you know, these are two Super Bowl contending teams. So to me, if I were not under travel restrictions due to pregnancy, I would be flying for that game. Um, I would definitely want to check that one out. All right. Well, you stole mine. So toughest game on the schedule is next. And I also I, I decided to go with the Bills here. I think the Rams and Bills probably could have been my answer for either one of these questions. For everything. But yeah, absolutely. So you get a little Halloween Eve action against one of the teams that should be the favorites in the AFC. I think, you know, Bills fans obviously rabid. That's a really fun energy in the stadium in the two small markets of the league facing off. I think that's really special. And like it's pretty rare for both Buffalo and Green Bay to be good at the same time. Yeah. If you look historically, like it just basically doesn't happen. The Packers were on the ascension as the Bills were kind of declining in the early 90s. And Kyle and I have talked about like we both kind of grew up Bills fans like a little bit. I'm I'm talking when, you know, you're like you're five or six, seven <laughs> um, because the Packers stunk. That was the Don Mikowski, Keith Woodside era. And the Bills were awesome, and and they were fun to watch. You have Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and Andre Reid and Don Beebe and Cornelius Bennett and just, like, guys that I was so excited about. And so I've always had a rooting interest for the Bills because they're the other small market team. And, um, you know, I I grew up really liking that. And so that's going to be super fun. I'm hoping we can have Joe Marino on the show for that week and, um, you know, like get really jacked up. So, I mean, that is super awesome. And you mentioned this before. Speaking of toughest games, you get that three week road trip. There were only four teams in the entire league that got three game road trips. The Packers being one of them, uh, that's seven to nine. And the Bills are sandwiched in the middle of that. So you get the commanders, the Bills and then the Lions. So two trips east um, back to back weeks um, with the Bills being, you know, the toughest opponent you would think out of that. And then the, the Lions who always give the Packers a problem in Detroit anyways. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, and the Bills being Sunday Night Football doesn't help because you're giving yourself even less time to kind of recover from that. But I'll take this in a different direction for toughest game. I'm going to say the Buccaneers week three. It's going to be hotter than hell in Tampa. And the Packers just 
don't play that well early in the season against warm weather teams. We saw it against the Saints. We've seen them struggle, you know, against teams like the Dolphins, even the Jaguars. Those games always come down to the wire. The last time they played the Bucks in Tampa, obviously we all remember how that turned out. And it's not to say it's not a winnable game because it absolutely can be, but just, you know, the Packers are, I'm sure, going to be in their greens. Tampa's going to want to wear their whites and just something about having to travel when it's really warm always gives the Packers fits. I agree with you. I think the Rams could be in that conversation too, but the Packers have played the Rams really well at home. And the fact that it's a Lambeau game, I think will give the Packers the edge over the Rams in that one. Yeah. In two really tough pockets of games. Now that I'm looking at the (laughs) schedule a little bit, like, I mean, this just came out. And so, um, we knew a few of these these games early, but not all of them. And and what you're saying, I think those first three weeks at Minnesota, home against Chicago, at Tampa, crazy tough yeah. uh, to start the season. And then that middle pocket, weeks 10 through 13, home against Dallas, home against Tennessee. Um, we don't know exactly how good Tennessee will or won't be, but it's certainly a tough tough matchup and then at Philly at Chicago before you're by I, I think you know that those are those are tough sledding for those those two uh stretches um yeah. oh sorry you good <laughs> all right yeah uh, I'm good. so best one-on-one matchup on the schedule um I'm gonna go and I always cheat on these in case you didn't know <laughs> But I'm going to go with week 11 when Derrick Henry is going to go up against Packers front seven because that's not one on one. But, hey, you know, I pick and choose what I want to. I love the idea of that particular ground game getting tested with Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt, Devontae Campbell, Quay Walker and the rest of the Packers unit. Um, You know, I, I am way overly optimistic about what this defense can be. And I think that's the chance to show all that depth that they have across the defensive line and now newly in the linebacking core. Yeah, I am not going to cheat because <laughs> I'm a teacher and I hate when people cheat. But um, I, I was talking to Perry about this a little bit in the DMs earlier, and it felt like week one was meant for like these marquee matchups. We know that Russell Wilson is coming back to Seattle with the Broncos week one. And, you know, there's just going to be a narrative for every game. And not that this is really too much of a narrative, I guess, at this point, we're not sure. But the fact that the Packers are opening up a way against the Vikings, who now have Zadarius Smith, if he gets a sack, I feel like that's just going to be, you know, Zadarius Smith against like David Bakhtiari is going to be a marquee kind of matchup. And um, I guess to, to caveat off of that, a different matchup that I'm really excited for. The same way that we saw rookie Eric Stokes last season get tested with guys like Jamar Chase at the position. I'm really excited to see what Christian Watson can do against some of the DBs that they'll be going up against. We're assuming, I guess, that Christian Watson is going to kind of be wide receiver one. He may not face that level of competition right away. But when we're getting into like week 15, week 16, he's got back-to-back weeks potentially against Xavier and Howard with the Dolphins and then Jalen Ramsey with the Rams. So, or I guess flip those Rams first, then Dolphins. But interested to see, you know, his development as a prospect at that point in the season and what his role will be for the offense. Yeah, and last year it just seemed like the Packers were going up against elite wide receiver after elite wide receiver on the schedule over and over and over and just kind of browsing through. I mean, obviously they have Justin Jefferson twice, um, Mike Evans, uh, Terry McLaurin, Stephon Diggs, and Cooper Cup. And, yeah. and 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 so I mean I don't think they're facing the same kind of level of elite wide receiver and you certainly hope that you have Jair Alexander ready to go plus Eric Stokes and 
um, Packers secondary could be in for some shutdown time. (laughs) So um, we have must-see game at Lambeau up next. Uh, And I'm going to say, you know, make sure you drive down McCarthy Way on your way to the stadium on November 13th (laughs) because Mike McCarthy is going to be bringing those Dallas Cowboys into town. Uh, Looking forward to how Mike mismanages the clock for the Cowboys instead of the Packers this time. Yeah, I love Mike McCarthy. Spend those timeouts early. (laughs) Uh, You know that whatever happens, I hope that Mike McCarthy gets at least a good ovation from Packers fans when he comes in. But there will Twitter is just going to be hellacious regardless of what happens with anything to do with Mike McCarthy. But yeah, I... I don't know about you. I'm not like thrilled with the Packers home schedule this year. There wasn't anything that like jumped off the page as far as like, you know, oh, this is a game that I need to go see. The Rams, of course, have intrigue being the Super Bowl winners from last season. But there wasn't a really marquee matchup to me when I looked at this. Um, Probably if I had to pick one game to go to, it would be the Patriots in week four at home because of Bill Belichick. I'm the kind of person, even if I don't love a team, I like to go see, you know, premier players at their positions. I went to the Saints game that Brett Hundley started because I wanted to see Drew Brees. You go to Texans games or you did. Obviously, he's not with them anymore to see J.J. Watt. So I'm always been more about specific players that I want to see guys that could have Hall of Fame careers. And we know Bill Belichick is a first ballot Hall of Famer as a coach. So what he can do with a Patriots team in a really, you know, contended division, I think is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be great. I actually went with my brother the last time the Patriots came to Lambeau and the Packers beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in what was an absolutely phenomenal game. Um and then Road Warrior. So what? what's the game that you travel for? And we both agreed we won't pick London because that is the right. obvious choice. <laughs> uh, and so I, you know, you you let off. I just moved to California. So I'm like, what's the closest game for me to go to? The furthest west the Packers travel this season? Minnesota. Week one. <laughs> <laughs> and... I've already been to U.S. Bank Stadium. In fact, I was at the very first regular season game at U.S. Bank. And quite frankly, would prefer never to go back. It uh, was not a (laughs) pleasant experience. So uh, this is a weird answer, I think. But I'd go with Miami in week 16. I've never been to Miami, been to Florida a few times. But um, I think that part of it would be fun. Certainly a Christmas game in Miami would be really fun. But I also think that um, that's the Dolphins are going to be a really, really fun team to watch with all of their explosive playmakers. So um, I, I think that could be a really entertaining game, plus a, a fun experience the night before and after. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The Packers having a second Christmas game, I was like, okay, well, I just missed Christmas to go to Lambeau <laughs> and see the Packers play the Browns, which ended up being a good game. But boy, was it a little murky in the middle there for a while. Um, towards the end, it got a little scary, but Yeah, I think Minnesota or Minnesota, I think Miami would be a lot of fun on Christmas Day. But I talked about it a little bit kind of at the top of the show. To me, it's the Buffalo Bills. And you kind of mentioned it, too, as far as why um, you've been a fan of them in the past. But you've got two small market teams who are probably the two most elite fan bases in terms of tailgating. So no table, no beer can is going to be safe that week. And I think that that's going to be just a ton of fun. And it could be a Super Bowl preview. Absolutely. Uh, but that is our preview of, of the schedule and all the time that we have for today. This has been Packaday Podcast. You can find Maggie 
at Maggie J. Loney on Twitter, and you can find me at Andrew Mertig. Please remember to also follow at Packet Podcast. Please subscribe and consider giving us a five-star rating if you like what you're doing. You can catch Kyle. He'll be back. Maggie <laughs> and myself every Friday, and next week we'll be back breaking down more of the offseason. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, remember... Whoa, hey, whoa.